Classic Business with Michael Avery on FMR. Cash Build, Southern Africa's leading retailer of quality building materials, reported a modest 2% increase in top line, reaching $5.8 billion for the interim period. However, this growth was offset by significant declines in some key earnings metrics. Headline earnings per share down 20%, while net asset value per share experienced a notable drop of 16%. And the interim divvy followed suit down by 19% to 325 cents per ordinary share. I'm joined now by CEO Vanna Diaga. Vanna, welcome. A tough interim period for you. Just take me through those metrics. Growing top line just marginally, in fact, behind in real terms if you look at where inflation is, but the profit growth really coming off as well. What are the specific underlying reasons for it? Good evening, Michael. Yes, the you know, top line, we're fighting for every little bit that we can get in a tough market. So uh, we had to forego a bit on our gross margin. You can see our gross margin percentage came down slightly. And then uh, cost, which is mostly fixed in the business, still grew. If you exclude the uh, impairment out of it, there's still a, a 7% cost growth. And, and that all then translate to in the figures that you've mentioned. So it's been a tough six months and at least we've seen a slightly better quarter two in the business where we grew by 5%, but still, like you say, just slightly beating inflation. And I know cash build was kind of one of these stories through the COVID period while everyone was stuck at home and, you know, they saw that crack on the wall and they wanted to start fixing mm. things at home. And now we've seen almost a reversal of that. Consumer confidence is clearly on the floor. How much of this is linked to things like load shedding? And are you confident that if we start to get a handle on load shedding, which looks to be a possibility in the next two years, that we can see an improvement in that uh, very strained consumer sector? So, Michael, you know, we look at it from a different angle in terms of there's still over 2 million people that or housing units that needs to be built in South Africa. So there's definitely a ask for our product in the market. So we just need the consumers to get a bit of tailwind, lower interest rates, like you say, um, some reprieve from load shedding, etc. And it, it's interesting, we can see in the type of products that we sell that people are under pressure. You know, our structural items, the cement, the bricks and that are not being sold, but decorative items are still doing well for us. So people are definitely tiling, painting and doing some ceiling work and smaller projects that doesn't break the bank. Obviously, store expansion is an important component in order to satisfy that demand. Can you elaborate on how you go about this? You opened three new stores and you refurbished three cash build stores during the period. How do you evaluate the success and the profitability of newly opened stores versus existing ones? So we've got a fairly well well established feasibility model that we go through. It's quite extensive. And then, you know, we go down to setting a four-year target in terms of sales and returns for the store and it's measured against those and at the end of the day that store needs to get to the same level as existing stores do over a period of time it takes about four years for our stores to mature you know but in general we're still looking for opportunities to expand our store base and we've developed a smaller model cash build, which can actually go into pre-existing buildings and not necessarily into new developments and we hope that will see us being able to not just open three or four in a in a half, but uh, but slightly more than that, and, uh, and seeing that we can get whatever is there, get a bit more market share out of it. That's what I was going to ask. In light of the current economic climate, whether there are any adjustments planned for the store expansion, relocation, refurb strategy? Yeah, that is you know what we've been looking at. We also 
converted a PL store into a cash build and we got some good results of it. So there is another one on the way and one approved. So we will definitely look at that as a strategy to also address some of the issues that we're facing with PL. Now, obviously, the decision to decrease the interim divvy by 19% may raise concern among shareholders. How do you balance your dividend payouts with your reinvestment opportunities to maximize your long-term shareholder returns? Because that's always the balancing act, isn't it? Very much so. We've just been following our dividend policy. So we've paid a one and a half times cover, excluding the non-cash item, the impairment that we had for the six months. And, you know, we believe in consistency, so we will stick to that policy. Obviously, times might change. If we continue not to find investment opportunities, we will need to reconsider that. And your outlook for the second half, uh, slightly better given what you saw in uh, that second quarter being a little better than the first? Michael, difficult to say. I mean, the first six weeks or so, we were flat on the prior year, so uh, of the new quarter. So it is still tough out there. Election year is always a very difficult one. Lots of uncertainty and uh, um, lots of uh, political activity marches, which sometimes forces us to close our stores for the safety of our people. So it's an interesting six months. And And we think it'll still be a very tough one for us. Yeah, we certainly hope we don't see a repeat of those July riots uh, with many raising the specter with uh, Jacob Zuma's MK party entering the fray. But we can't predict any of that. Well, uh, CEO Vanna Diaga Cashbold, we look forward to chatting to you at the full years. And given the economic conditions, I think an operating performance that is still quite commendable. Take care. Classic Business with Michael Avery on FMR.